And we're back to Heart Fails 73. Boom. No. No, no. What are we talking about here? You said baby boom. Oh, the baby boom. Yeah, baby boom. Boom. Baby boom. All right, I got you now. I'm a little slow, but nine months from now, baby boom. Why? Coronavirus, everything's closed. Everywhere's closed. People have nowhere to go. What are they going to do? But they're supposed to stay six feet away from each other. Yeah. Yeah, This is quite the dilemma. Yeah, it's a, is that paradoxal? Conundrum? Uh, Just spatially difficult. (laughs) Yeah. I could do that better. Spatially problematic. Also a nice use of enunciation. Thank you. (laughs) Everyone probably wishes that I pronunciated more better. That was good. Usually. That was good. Yeah. I pronunciate more better than you. Okay. This is the second episode of our Thursday session because I'm just going to start telling people that, hey, we just did the one before this and now this is the second one, but we're releasing them a week apart. I mean, if if they really pay attention, they know where we are, when we're doing it. I mean... No, no, no. I never tell them the time that we're here. This is true. Did I ever say... No. But a y- specific day that we record? N- no. Well, just now you did, because you said it was our you know, second episode of our Thursday... Oh, did I? Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> but, I mean, you do have the power to edit that out, but that's cool. And then it's, you know... I mean, if somebody's smart enough, they could figure this out. You know, hey, Thursday, and you told them where we are, and then you're like, hey, how was work? So now they know roughly, you know... Um, that I, thank goodness they know I work overnights. Uh, what do you got? Well, what did you, um, what did you say to me out there? There's, there's an accusation against me that I've heard from a couple people. It's correct. It's accurate. I uh, oh wait, am... you tell me what it is first. <laughs> Sorry about it. <clears throat> I've been working on it though. <laughs> is there any improvement? <laughs> Can't you say you like my hat? Tell me you like my hat, Shannon. Can't you say it? Why can't you say it? Shannon, tell me you like my hat, Shannon. Uh, I remember when movies were just good. Good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I guess it's when Tom Cruise wasn't how he is. Like, that's when movies were good. But then... His Tom, movies are still good. Still, They're uh, still good. Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. I that was I can't remember what year it came out, but I did watch that and I did find that really interesting and well done. I so you know, I apologize. I, I'm getting I so like sidetracked. Like by movies. Sharon. Sharon. Can you say you like my hat? I have to watch that again. That was a good one. Okay. So I am overfeeding you according to the opinion of some people. All right. And uh, and what's your rebuttal? I mean, you gave me your rebuttal, too. I didn't even have to say anything in context to it. You just said what? Anything that I'm talking to you about, you should be able to comprehend. The point about me is I am very random. So the very fact that you can follow my speech pattern at all is a testament to you. Well, thanks. Yeah. But as far as biblical concepts that I am talking to you about, I don't think there's anything in there that I'm giving or talking about to you 
that is beyond your comprehension. I 100% agree with that. So I think what the accusation is, is maybe a little misleading. I can come off as harsh sometimes. I don't think I actually come off harsh with you. I don't think you do either. But there are people that I come off as harsh to. There's this social media thing that people, that tone of voice doesn't come right. across. Yep. T- that t- was for my wife. Because I'll say, did you go across the street? She'll say, it's just across. Don't say across. That's not a word. <laughs> and so every once in a while I'll say, oh, yeah, across <laughs> t- <laughs> that lake. I'll purposely add it like two seconds later, and my wife does not appreciate that at all. We just had, but she also doesn't listen to these podcasts, so that's okay. Well, that works. (laughs) We just we we just had something very similar. It was a it was a suffocate, suffocate. Yeah, suffocate. Like, uh, not because you're suffering because of Kate, but you're suffocating because somebody's smothering you with a pillow, and also exhaust. Exacerbate. Exacerbate. Yeah, which is not a thing. Exacerbate. Okay. Do you have anything more about? Yeah, I do. Me overfeeding you. I wanna. I wanna do something though, because we had family worship this morning. Okay. And this tied in perfectly. We're reading First Timothy chapter three, and I'm not gonna go over it all because it's not pertinent to the story, but it's awesome. If you just want to pick up First Timothy chapter three. And page through it, at the end of the chapter is the gospel message, which is awesome. And the speech that I was giving to my family or the explanation I was giving to my family. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to think and use an iPad at the same time. <laughs> I'm failing. Are you familiar with In Christ Alone, the song? The nah, I don't hymn. know. Not off the top of my head, maybe. I'm going to read a verse. Do it. I dare you. In Christ Alone. My hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are stilled, when strivings cease. My comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand. Very famous modern day hymn. I think it was written in the 90s. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't feel like I'm familiar with it at all. It's so beautiful and it's so doctrinally sound that it's amazing. Our buddy, not of the podcast, James and I both really appreciate and like this song. Okay. Um, he's a drummer. Yeah, yeah, at his church, yeah, and yeah. so he can play drums for this song. He could play drums for any song. He can. He can. James will listen to this several times, so I want to challenge him. Actually, I did challenge him because TPT has like the Weather Channel and it has BBC uh, News Scrawl or whatever, and then it has different kind of instrumental musics or different songs on there. Doesn't matter. And a lot of times they'll play like some kind of Chinese like. Woman in the Shop Buying a Bamboo Flute, like is the title of the song. <laughs> oh, that's a good title. And I sent him a message, and I don't remember the title of it, but I had some kind of 
title along those lines. And I said, Jim, can you help me to write a drum only song with this title? <laughs> and he said he would. Well, so I'm going to remind like him right now on the like podcast, that. hey, you said you were going to write a jump song with me on this title. And I, I'm. I like that. I'd, I'd also ask him to like, uh, maybe just a, a quick little 15 to 20 second snippet of uh, drum music that would be Adam's theme music. If he had like a theme music that would just followed him when he walked around, what would, what would that sound like? Uh, I would love to hear it. Um, I'm very interested. Lots of interspersed symbols. <laughs> and then, then a snare. Just kind of <laughs> long pause. Bass. Huh. Yeah, Symbol. I, yeah, I feel like there would be no rhythm to it whatsoever. <laughs> no, just random, no random. Uh, I mean, jazzy, but no rhythm. Uh, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd be interested. Okay, let's. I apologize. Okay. Let's focus. Um, I wanted to read that because I'm going to read another verse at the end. Okay, it's just so doctrinally sound, and it's just so beautiful. And it was the first time that I actually sang it with my family because my wife. Doesn't like your singing. Doesn't get to join us for church too often because okay. she works. And uh, she had never actually even heard the song. She didn't know the song either. Okay. And so after we were done with family worship and I told my son that he had to vacuum and he doesn't like loud noises and whatnot, and he wanted to put In Christ Alone on the headphones. That's cool. And I was like, that is awesome. That's cool. That is so cool. So, so if you haven't heard the song, uh, yeah, I would recommend listening to it online. So you said it was pertinent. Yes. To? To what we're going to get at later. But I want okay. you right. to, That's what I was to talk about my failures. Well, where to begin? Oh, man. So we much, already covered a lot. I mean, so much more to cover. <laughs> I mean, do we, how much time do we have? No, I, I kid. What I would say is... Um, you know, you, you said, hey, well, that might be a misleading thing, and, and maybe it is, um, because I am a man of reasonable intelligence, um, and I, I did have a, a, a fairly, um, fairly good education, fairly advanced education, I would say, growing up, um, and I, I don't like to tell people um, that I know very often, uh, but I am, I am I'm pretty smart. Um, intelligent wise. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it's a funny situation because, like, I, you know, I'm usually the one that can't complete a sentence. Well, I, you know, <laughs> I like to play. I like to play dumb. Uh, it's it's easier. It's easier for me to but deal. You're talking about how smart you are, I know, but it's it's easier for me to deal if everybody just thinks, you know, oh, that guy's a he's dumb. Um, I actually just read something. I even have it on there, I think. Anybody who has to tell somebody that they are something probably isn't that something. Right. Like if I come up to you and be like, hey, I'm a funny guy. I am a funny guy. And you're like, I'm not laughing at you. Like nobody should have to tell somebody that they're funny. Well, these people that are listening don't know me. It's not like I walk up to random people at the mall and I'm like, hey, I'm smart. That doesn't happen. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is that I have a reasonable amount of intelligence that I can comprehend the things that you uh, that you that you throw at me from you know the scripture or you know whatever. Um, there hasn't really been anything that we've discussed in here that has been over my head as far as comprehension. Um, what I will say is, if we are talking about overfeeding, um, 
It's not that you're feeding me beyond my comprehension. It's it's possible that you are feeding me beyond my weight limit. Um, it's not that I'm on baby food and you're trying to feed me solids necessarily, um, which I think is sort of an analogy that may have been used, but maybe it's more of a uh, your uh, your you're feeding me dinner and dessert and I haven't finished my salad yet. Um, Can we talk about high school? No. Yeah, of course we can. We can talk about whatever you want. That's okay, what, one of the do. things that we had talked about in our three-hour detour after our last Thursday session was <laughs> you you had the, the standpoint of High school had shoved everything down yeah. your throat. Yes. And if anybody could edit my saying that and his saying that together and see if they match up, that would be awesome. Interesting. Because <laughs> I was doing an impersonation of you huh. right there. Wait, wait. Okay. All right. Proceed. Thank you. <laughs> We're having fun tonight. I this agree. is so much I, better I, I, than a I, month ago. I agree. I, agree. <laughs> I don't think either of us were having fun at I don't, all. I don't think so. Okay. So I had after the session of the podcast, we had gone out and had burgers, and I did turn to you and I said, did you really feel that way about high school, that it was shoved down your throat? And this is where I'm going. Follow me here. I'm with you. Last episode I got a method to my madness I kind of mentioned that you did maybe get in trouble with the law a few times yeah. back in the day and you were kind of able to talk your way out of it and that's kind of a bit of your personality you know you're a big fan of James Dean I was yeah yeah Johnny Cash you maybe have been to the Student bot or what is it? Uh, guidance counselor or student? What was what was you dean, know dean? dean dean of students? You've yeah. been to the dean of students office t- several times and yeah, you've been to the principal's office probably several times. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you've so, been yeah. not so politely asked to leave of classrooms. <laughs> I've also been asked politely. <laughs> People ask me politely like the first time. So here's the question that I have for you. Yeah. So we have the first part which you're going to answer second, of was high school really shoving religion or Christianity? Because let's just say Christianity. Okay. Does that is that, that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Because I, I know that there could be a, a differentiating, dif- whatever. It doesn't I can matter. answer that question. It's fine. Do you have a problem with authority? Do I? Do you now no. have a problem? No. Did you have a problem with authority? I had lots of problems with authority. Um, yeah, absolutely I did. Do you think that was connected to your viewpoint of it was being shoved down your throat? You're not going to like the answer, but the answer is no. No, I don't. Explain. I, I don't think that there's a correlation. I, I, I think that, um, yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with uh, 
you know, the authority at the time saying this is what I needed to do or or this is what I needed to learn. As I, and I think we discussed this as as I look back, I don't necessarily think that they were shoving Christianity down my throat. Um, as I look back now, um, I don't because I remember having the opportunity to kind of, um, we'll call it an opportunity is what we'll call it. The opportunity to kind of explore other things in relation to Christianity. So, um, I mean, in one of our religion classes, we, we explored several other religions, um, in, I wouldn't say we delved into them by any stretch, but we, we at least scratched the surface on kind of what they were about. I think everybody had a, a report to do on a different religion than Christianity. Okay. I'm sure I did. I think that it. was one year. It might have even been other years where we did just have a like a teacher led, like, okay, this is this and I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. Well. I mean I never did anything uh as far as homework goes, so I have no clue if i if i you didn't have to you were so smart right way i aced those tests and that was good enough you know um uh see i didn't even have to say at that time he said it for me uh man i just love it thanks for the vindication there we just learned what that word was at home i actually grabbed the dictionary and looked up the word really vindicate because you didn't know what it meant because my son said he didn't know what it meant because it is in First Timothy chapter three at the end. Carry on. Wow, isn't that just bizarre? Continue. So, yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily think that it was being shoved down my throat. Now that I look back, however, um, and I right, and I also don't think that there is a correlation between authority and that feeling. I think it was more of a repetition of. Things that weren't necessarily help me with the description here. Things that weren't necessarily deep enough or uh, had enough substance to them. That's there was, what was maybe for. a simplicity to it and you wanted to delve deeper, but they didn't or... Correct. I mean, so, yeah, that's correct. So let, that's why like some of those classes that we had where we were exploring uh, to a certain degree other aspects, other religions, other things, I was more interested because of this, you know, you have a mathematical mind, I have more of a philosophical mind, and I was more interested in that philosophy and being able to um, make those comparisons, and Learning I wanted to go deeper. the thought processes of other people or groups or cultures or society. Kind yeah, of yeah, to kind of, you know, because if you can do that, then you can, then you can adequately, you know, um, make decisions on your own you know, that type of thing. And yeah, I, I, I'm interested in that. When those things didn't happen and it was more so just like, hey, I want you to recite Romans 8.28 again. Um, really? Why? I, you know, I've been reciting this for, you know, 10 years. Stop shoving the same thing down my throat. It doesn't mean anything to me anymore. What is Romans 8? I don't remember 20? at this point. <laughs> I, really I don't, don't know either. That's why I thought you maybe brought it up as a specific thing that you did remember. I, I can't remember it, but I know I recited it a thousand times. <clears throat> which is which I maybe just goes to prove that uh Yeah. I Do don't you know. remember what I said at the restaurant in response to my viewpoint of high school? Because it sounds a lot better if you say it than I do. Man, um 
No. Okay. I didn't feel like our high school did shove it down our throats. Okay. I thought that all in all, we got a wonderful education. I do remember that now, yeah. I never, there, there's certain people. So, <clears throat> one person did respond in the comments to one of those questions a couple podcasts ago. And here's the story. I did take a swing at you <laughs> at high school. <laughs> it, it connected. Was, it was me who I think I'd hit part of your nose. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you connected. Yeah. yeah. It was over a girl, of course. Hmm. Yeah. You had no idea what was going on. I had no idea what was going on at all. I was, <coughs> I was literally saying good morning. Like, hey, boom. It was not very nice. I just went to my locker then and acted like nothing happened. <laughs> that was weird. My truck ended up with a big dent in the door because you of that. You kicked a yeah. dent in your truck door. I we ended up leaving school without permission and driving to White Castle or something like that. And it just happened to be the day that our buddy James was. I'm really going to set him up here before he comes in the booth. Everybody's going to know a lot about James. Then, he'll just, he, then he just here. won't come. <laughs> He was sick that day. Like he was oh, yeah, never sick. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we actually went to his house, rang his doorbell, what watched you guys... him play Resident Evil or something. I don't know, yeah. but it was like, "What are you guys doing here?" Well, Adam took a swing at me. He's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hit him. I tried to hit him, yeah. and we're just like, stand... both of us are just standing outside his door. He's like, "He has the plague, I think. Can we come in or what?" Kind of thing. I forgot about Anyways, that. the reason I'm telling this story is we ended up going back to school because we knew, hey, we got to go back to school. We're not outside of school. We're not supposed to be outside of school yep. right now. Yep. First of all, I'm trying to think. Who back. did we go to first? Back to school. No, but who, who, who did we go to first? We went to two people. I think we went to a pastor first. Is that right? That's probably accurate. So we sat down with a pastor and we told him the situation and he was awesome. Like seriously. I don't he, remember this, man. He was awesome. He talked to us. He, I mean, from a certain standpoint, counseled us and said, okay, you guys, you left school. You got to go back to the, you got to go to the dean of students and you got to go talk to him because you shouldn't have done that. Like, right. Yes, that's true. So we go and talk to the dean of students. <clears throat> And he's asking us some questions. And we he knows that we're not being completely honest. He was awesome, though. He was always awesome. And he said, okay, what kind of what class are you supposed to be in? And I can't remember what class it was, English or whatever. He's like, we're like uh, we got to go back to English. He's like, what? You guys don't want to go back there? We're like, well, no, nah, not really. We don't really like the class. He just looks at us, tears up the piece of paper, says, Go wait in the comments for 20 minutes and then go to the next class. That, for a teenage punk kid, which we both were. Absolutely. Both of those teachers. Gained a lot of respect at that moment. Treated us above and beyond their call of duty. Like, they both were empathetic with us. They easily could have both suspended us, yelled at us. Correct. Disciplined way more. Pause. Yes. Was it above and beyond their call of duty? Or was it exactly what their call of duty calls for? 
it wasn't expected, I don't think, I, well, from I either of us. I totally agree Because with that. we both knew the dean of students, and that that's why I'm telling the story. It was not expected it at all. It definitely wasn't. We went to the pastor first because we said, hey. Help us get out of trouble <laughs> with the dean of students. All right. That makes sense. That sounds like something. And he didn't come to, with a, to the dean of students. We just went to the dean of students, and I think both in the back of our head were like, okay, this is where you know we're probably going to get in trouble. Right. And we didn't. And that was a level of respect that I think both of us recognized, not only that he respected us, but then we respected him more because we knew that he was respecting us. Right, correct. And there was several teachers there that treated us with respect. There There were a couple that didn't or a couple, you know, it's you got a good mechanic, you got a bad mechanic. That's a good teacher, you got a bad teacher. But that is one of my fondest memories from high school is when I could have been very severely disciplined, I wasn't. Okay. Yeah. So that's one of the aspects of like they're they're not shoving Christianity down my throat right. in the sense of punishment. They're shoving Christianity down my throat in the sense of grace. Because okay. we didn't deserve that. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, that that makes sense. All right. I like end? I said, looking back, I don't think um, that maybe shoving it down my throat. Huh? huh? I think I did it better. Yeah, probably. You, yeah. <laughs> he impersonates me better than I impersonate myself. I love it. He, I don't, I, maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's not the right way to, you know, looking back, like I said, I don't necessarily think that they did. Maybe for me, and again. It's weird because you have, well, that place didn't have a lot of students, but, you know, still a lot. And you go back to that lumping them together because the students much outweigh the faculty in numbers and they have job to do and they don't necessarily have the ability or time or whatever to treat individuals the way they need to be treated as individuals because their job is to teach a mass group. And so if I have specific ways that I learn better or specific things that they don't have time to cater to all my needs. Looking back now, I feel like that has probably something more to do with it than, than anything else. And this is literally coming to me as I'm talking. That yeah, moments like that are moments that I took with me where somebody was on my level and actually relating to me and helping me understand something on a level with me as opposed to talking at me. They were talking to me Um, as opposed to telling me what to do. They were helping enlighten me on how to do it. And those moments are are things that I've taken with me far beyond. The the other moments where, where they're talking at me and, I mean, those are... Those are I have no idea. I mean, those I blocked out. So it's not the shoving down the throat; it's the talking at you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, yeah. I think that I think that's fair. I mean, that that's what I'm sticking with today. You know, when I leave this booth, other things come through my mind, and so I might change my mind next time I talk to you. But for right now, I think that's a fair fair assessment. You know. Cool. <clears throat> um. <clears throat> wow. <clears throat> yeah. Don't, don't cough at me. Well, <clears throat> I also... Do you have a lozenge? I, of course not. Okay. No, no. Um, I have Ricola. 
Okie dokie. I have a lot of them at home as well. I got gums. Did we cover that? I think we covered it. We did. I think to tie it together, last time we were together, a few Thursdays back, I had a lot of frustration, um, which was putting me on edge. It was very malleable. You could feel it. You could sense it. You could see it. I could. You know, a lot of just life things were happening, which, you know, weigh a guy down sometimes. And then what I'm getting at is I don't think you're overfeeding me. Um, I think occasionally I get the impression that you're talking at me, and I'm not relating to it. That's all. I am talking at you right now. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I, I get that. One of the things, one of the ways that I work is there's always a method to my madness. I'm very random, but there's usually a point to my randomness. Sure. I think I've known that about which you. Which is really hard for people to follow. <clears throat> the, I mean, I'm trying to think, is there anything in particular that you want to talk about? or Not specifically. I think I was just trying to say, you know, that that is... It kind of ties in with the the last one that we just did when we talk about how it's just us having a conversation between the two of us. And if the microphones weren't here, we'd be having the same conversation. And we can just kind of talk about anything. And maybe it's something that I need to to get better at also because I don't let you know. It's not that I'm not comprehending it. It's not that you're necessarily shoving it down my throat, um, although we'll make that comparison to the talking at, you know, um, when I feel like let's call it talking at okay. now because because I think I've vindicated myself. You have. <laughs> no, I haven't. I, I love it. Um, Let me interject here, please. It is never my intention. Well, I know that. to talk at you I or to that. shove anything down your throat. I know that. So just in case you do feel that way, though, I do apologize. You don't need to apologize. I told you in the last podcast that I'm unoffendable, um, which you already know. It's it's not that. I think it's just a. I get to a certain point, and I shut off, block it out. It's blinders on because I've had my fill at the moment. And that doesn't mean I've had my fill for good. It just means, you know, in the three-hour tour that we spent together, I can't absorb anymore. Uh, I, can't, I can't absorb anymore, and we need to, you know, change the subject. Because I do have that philosophical part of my brain that wants to say, okay, I've got what you're – point was for today and I know that you can talk about God all day every day and that's awesome but I can't hear about it all day every day does that make sense we had family worship this morning and then we're my wife and I are going through like the new member class at the church that we're attending yeah and so the pastor came over for like hour and a half two hours and like that was my day pretty much before like that was that was noon like before from that to noon like that's what i did was from a certain standpoint like god like sure that's i could do that every single day i know you could but if you go back and listen to the last episode like i just let you talk man right and i you know and i think that there needs to be a little bit of that for me because i'm going to start charging therapist wages <laughs> huh do you feel like this is therapy? 
You know, at first I did, but now yesterday I went to therapy, so I don't feel like this is therapy because I've already, you know, all that stuff's gone, you know. Do you think I feel like this is therapy? I don't think so. Um, I I think it's like no more therapy than it is like two buddies talking about stuff. Do you think I want to get in everybody else's head, though? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you do. I think I do. But I think that's maybe part of the issue for me. Because I think that when when focus goes to like Adam going, hey, there's a method to my madness, and, <laughs> and the method to my madness is to get in everyone's head with the word of God. I think what that does to me, I think what that sometimes does to you in your method of madness, is it puts you in this mode where you're where you're taking your steps to get to your point, but in doing so. I feel like you're talking at me, and I kind of shut off, and I feel like we lose the whole focus of what the conversation was because you're just you're trying to make your point, and I have no desire to listen to you anymore. And everybody else that's listening might get something out of it, but then I'm in my head going, we're not talking to the people that are listening. We're talking to each other, and if they get something out of this, cool, but it's not directed at them. And so then it gets all like scrambled up in my brain, and then I'm like, just shut up! I don't want to listen anymore. Does that make sense? Yes, and I also forget what my point is half the time, so that's part of my method. See that? Yeah, yeah, you know. So, but it always seems to come back like four hours later. You know, that's what I was talking about. There's been a lot lost in the podcast. Wow, and I don't mean that in a in a in a in a in any type of negative way whatsoever. No, uh, you can't you can't offend me. I know. I but I'm trying. No, I'm just kidding. I want to go at the pace that you are able to go at. Right on. I also want to encourage you. Which I get. I do get that because uh, I I don't know how much encouragement you have in life. Um I mean, you have some, I obviously. Do have some. Yeah, I do have some. And that's kind of where this podcast is gone, is talking about the different encouragements and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Did I get an answer for the Bible study, by the way? I don't think you did. Okay. Moving on. If I could make cricket sounds, I would. I, would be... <laughs> I wish, I almost, I don't want to do a, a YouTube, like, where you see us talking kind of video, because I have watched a lot of. Yeah, different podcast clips of people doing that. I don't want to do that with us. No, no, nobody wants to see us. Plus, but I, I wish my, we were you know. doing it with your method of madness, Adam <laughs> impersonation, because it really—I I don't think it came across in the audio. It was really the facial expressions and the yeah. hand <laughs> movements and the uh, the pressure points They're that get, you were doing on yourself, fingers to the temples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was that for your spleen right on the right side? Yeah, is that's that right. What that was? Which is gone. So yeah, that's okay, good. Yeah. Good. That the knees better as yeah. well. Um, and you know, we have a focus. I, I I think what I'm hearing. So this is what I wanted to clarify though, because I have been accused of overfeeding you, and I don't think that's the right word. Talking at you, I will accept that. I will. I will agree with that. Actually, I will say that I can be. <laughs> He's passed away. I can be Mr. Panning poking you in your sternum. Oh yeah. And saying, "You guy, what are you doing? <laughs> you little you, you yeah. guy." Yep. Um I never could really do a good Mr. Panning impersonation. 
Wow. Seriously, I don't know what's going on in the throat there. Uh, that's the uh, first signs of coronavirus. No, it's throat. not. It's it the is too. fever. It. It's fever. I don't know. I heard throat, then fever. Is it armpit sweat? Because we're well along Yeah, there. well, it's, uh, it's uh, <laughs> 25 years later, maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, that's how I found out about my heart condition. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Actually, I had a, a girlfriend at the time who happened to be a dietitian and said, wow, you sweat a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, 20 years or whatever. No, I don't know even know how long. It's 30 degrees and you're sitting outside. But, What's going yeah, on? But I I had, you know, really bad heart racing kind of thing and they discovered my nurmer. My, my nurmer. Your nurmer. My heart murmur. And it all came about because I was dating a dietitian who recognized, hey, armpit sweat is a sign of high blood pressure. Not that anybody else besides a dietitian wouldn't know that. Do you hear that everybody out there that has armpit sweat, your <laughs> high blood pressure, you're going to die. Most people have high blood pressure. Yep, most, I'm basing those on, their, age, on yeah. the facts that I just made up in my head. Facts, yeah. Oh, hey. But, wow, we're we're almost done. I, you know, we should I mean, do a third one maybe, almost here. Maybe, maybe. We, but, can, we uh, can keep no, going. I, 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 I feel that the accusation of me overfeeding you isn't an accurate accusation. And so I did talk to you about that. And I get yeah. from the horse's mouth... How you feel, I think it's more accurate to say that you feel that I am talking at you at times. Yeah. It's not my intention. I know that. I know that if you want to make some omelet, you got to break some eggs. Yeah, and I get that. And you've always been that way with me to a degree. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> not always in a beneficial way. No, no. And and I think, you know, that's one of the that's one of the issues that I have is is I can take so much of it. And then at some point I hit a wall and then I, I shut down. But you've never hit me. I never will. That's not, I never would. No. Um, nope. Especially not over a girl. That's just Who, that's immature. Low. That's immature. <laughs> that is so, it's petty. It is. It petty, is petty. childish, self-centered. It is. It is. I mean, we could have just talked about it. <laughs> I don't know. You could have just talked it. You could have just talked we, at me we about did it. Talk about it. Oh, good times. Yeah. Well, Great no, I mean, so I don't mean to. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I just that's something that I could probably work on is you know letting you know when that is. Um, like so, say we're doing a forty-five minute podcast, keeping in mind your goals and keeping in mind my uh, limitations. You know, we can maybe try to. Try to do a little back and forth to kind of split it up a little bit more evenly. Where, uh, I mean, we come in here and we're, you know, we do a three hour tour and poof, man, sometimes I'm just like, dude, you've been talking at me for two out of three hours. I gotta scream a little bit. I gotta act out a little bit. I gotta be like, dude, I'm not talking about that anymore. And then you're like, dude, are you on crack? And, you know, I mean, that's the result of it, you know. Go back and listen to Abide, episode four. Okay. Have you listened to it? I haven't listened to it recently. Yeah, go back and listen to it. All right. Okay. I, I, seriously, if if that's all that we've done out of this, I think that's awesome. I think you'll appreciate it. Well, I can I can tell you this um, because I mean it, I, I go into these thoughts uh, often, often, off ten. Yeah, off nine, off eleven, whatever, Carry whatever on. it takes. You were just doing a pause, so I figured I, I would fit, fill it since you're always filling mine. One of the main questions that, that always seems to come up between 
in our podcasts, it always seems to come back to like, what makes a Christian a Christian? Am I? And um, I think I've been leaning towards this a little bit more as we go. While there might be clear, concise instructions on how we are supposed to model our lives in Scripture, is that a fair statement? That there are clear, concise instructions on how we are supposed to model our lives as Christians? I'm going to wait till the second part before I answer that. Why? Why? Because it's to, I'm trying to see where you're going with this. Well, I know. I just want a yes or no. I'm uh, not trying I, to trick you. I just read a... Are there clear-cut instructions? Yes. Okay. Is that the most important thing in the Bible? No. Not what I'm going for. Not at go. all what I mean. There you go. But I there, got my thing out. Perfect. I mean, there, there are instructions. I feel like Christianity will sometimes look differently for you than it will for me, even though there are those instructions. And so what I get hung up on or what I've been hung up on is, well, if I'm not... If I'm not focusing on these these clear instructions on how I'm supposed to live my life as a Christian, if I'm not taking these 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 steps, if I'm not living this life, then then I've never been a Christian, and I can't be a Christian. And oh my gosh, I you know, and 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 then and then Adam's in here, and he's talking about how he's changed, and when he became a Christian, and I watch him, and 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 if I'm using him as like a an example, then I'm you know. Don't do that. Well, right. And I, I tell my myself pastor that. actually just told, or the pastor at the church that we're attending just told me this specifically. He's like, if you're going around and telling people to model their experience off of yours, and I was like, no, I'm not at all. And you're not. You're, and you never have. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, you know, I mean, we're, we're having conversations, and I, you know, it's not necessarily that I'm, you know, but just, I mean, the things that like, uh, you don't have the desire to do this anymore because it's uh, because since you become a Christian, it you know it it disgusts you or you have no interest in it. You know those types of things. And if I sit and I think like, well, what do I, you know, I I still laugh at that kind of joke because it's funny. That doesn't make me not a Christian. And so I get hung up on this weird thing about what makes a Christian a Christian. Was I ever a Christian? Have I ever been a Christian? Because I, you know, and I'm pretty sure I am. Wood for the trees. Forest for the trees, yeah. Wood for the trees, forest through the trees. I like wood because that's the English kind of thing. The I English. can see the wood through the trees. <laughs> yeah, Forest sounds very American to me. Yeah, they didn't have forests <laughs> in England. They were wood. They had shires. They had, I mean, they had Sherwood Forest if you get into Robin Hood. Well, but, seriously, you know, prove me wrong. I mean, is it really I, hard to I, do? I don't know. Sherwood Forest was haunted. I don't know. Um so anyways, I I, my, yeah. I want to reiterate my number one thing that I have said to you from the beginning is, uh, what do I constantly uh, say to you in reference to Christianity? What is well, my it's a journey. It looks, nope, nope, I don't nope. Know. Number one encouragement that I tell you. Read the Bible. That yeah. one? Yeah. Finish the book of John. Um. I did. I skipped did a few chapters and went right to, yeah, <laughs> but I finished, yeah, done. Um, no, I didn't finish it. Matter of fact, um, until, I don't know, a couple of days ago, couldn't find my Bible. Where did I put the thing? I put it in a place where it should never be, on the bookshelf. <laughs> but you found it. Yeah, I did, I did. Okay. But I don't know why I put it there. Couldn't find it for the longest time. But anyways, yeah. So here's here's what I can tell you. Number one, 
the question to, am I a Christian? I've answered. And the answer is yes. Question number, or the, the second thing is, um, does my journey look different than yours? Oh, absolutely. Is it going to continue to be different than yours? Absolutely. Is it ever going to be like yours? Probably not. Um, have, do, have I ever said that, though? No. Okay. I no, just want are, to make sure that I'm no. not, um, this isn't directed at me, this whole <coughs> journey thing. No, 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 no. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I want to be clear and concise about this because we have talked about people that go to church and the God is love message gets poured at them. Jesus loves you no matter what you do, um, whether you suck at life and do these horrible things. And they go there and they get that hour and they feel good. And then they leave the church and they, you know, just continue doing whatever it is that they do that they know is wrong. I want to differentiate myself with that type of person or that type, not that type of person, but that type of mentality. Um, because that's, it's not how it works. You know, first of all, I don't go to church. Secondly, if I did, I wouldn't be going to just have an hour of feel good message. Um, because I do have a philosophical mind. It's for depth. It's for growth. It's for spiritual growth, personal growth, learning, developing, you know, that's the purpose, not for a feel good message. Never has been. Um, Maybe that's what's been lacking most of my life. For me, it needs to be relatable. It needs to be germane, pertinent to what's to where I'm at, to where I'm at emotionally, to where I'm at mentally. Otherwise, it turns into wh- whoever's doing the talking, it turns into them talking at me. It turns into them not getting you know my attention. It turns into that high school experience where they're not going above and beyond their call of duty to to specifically cater to whatever my needs are as self-centered as that might sound does that make sense am i making any am it clear am i confusing you out there are you busy in two weeks <sighs> i don't think so i don't know how about sunday the 22nd yep busy you got got plans? a thing i got a thing yeah. you and I, I I know that there was an invitation. I feel like she has something going on, um, but we'll see. Go ahead. <clears throat> do you think I can? Is it okay if I read three more verses? Do you think is that too long? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm kind of. Is is it something to listen to or or not? You heard me do the first verse. Yeah, I mean, I like the first verse. Okay, here we go. Do you have anything else to add? I don't. I don't know. We're good. Okay. What? This is this is the next three verses of in Christ alone. Weren't you going to go to the end of First Timothy three instead? No, I encourage other people to go read that. I don't have my Bible in here today. Okay, that's what it was. All right. I I mean I have a digital thing that I could, but I just no. I just encourage people go read it because right. it's you know it will vindicate you. Huh. Weird. In Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God and helpless babe, this gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones he came to save. Till on the cross, as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. For every sin on him was laid. Here in the death of Christ I live. 
There in the ground his body lay, light of the world by darkness slain. Then bursting forth in glorious day, up from the grave he rose again. And as he stands in victory, sin's curse has lost its grip on me. For I am his and he is mine, bought with the precious blood of Christ. No guilt in life, no fear in death, this is the power of Christ in me. From life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my destiny. No power of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck me from his hand. Till he returns or calls me home, here in the power of Christ I stand. Based on what you just read, I like that, by the way. Um, based on what you just read. Like a person should have no fear. A person should be able to, um, you know, take comfort in Jesus. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And I hope many and all of you who are listening as well.